opportunity to just chat about what we do. Um, and rightly so, as you said, you know, so many of the youth of this country and who are the future of this country are struggling to find reasonable employment and income-generating opportunities. Um, and just, I suppose, in a nutshell, what Harambee does, we're a non-profit organization, um, and we've been operating for about six years now, with the focus being on helping youth to access employment. And what we do is we help them with the necessary work skills, so teaching them how to go about finding work, how to prepare for opportunities. And where possible, we then also link them to a network of opportunities through our employer partners. So Arambi works with a network of now it's around 350 employers throughout the country who have actually realized that, you know, they're starting to find entry-level staff for their business. Struggling to find the right caliber of uh, young adult that's really prepared for the workplace. And so they're willing to actually take the risk on someone that has little, little to no work experience if they've come through an intervention such as Arambi where we've done a little bit of assessment and a little bit of preparation for those youth. Um, sure. And so over the last six years, just for context, we've been able to place over 35,000 youth across the country into jobs, which is, yeah, I suppose it's a, a great achievement, but at the same time it's a, a drop in the ocean, so a lot of work to be done. Okay, uh, before we carry this conversation with uh, Josh Janssen, he's just illustrated uh, some of uh, what the organization does, and we managed to find someone who's mm. uh, participated, and uh, we spoke to him. Basically, there are two assessments. It's a math and uh, English. So if you pass both of them, then you get to go to, to do, like, corporate work. But if you fail one of both, both of those uh, assessments, then you get to go to your retail. So that's how they can choose uh, you as an, uh, an applicant. And then yeah. what? how then did you get placed to where you are now? They, they then called me again and told me that um, there are uh, government internships, so I must come and uh, uh, bring my CV. How long have you been there now with that organization? Uh, a month. A month. Um, yeah. And what were you told with regards to the stipend that you are supposed to be receiving? No, actually, we had uh, a problem because uh, our program was supposed to have started in April. So it started in, uh, in May. Uh, so far, we haven't been paid. And uh, we are actually getting paid uh, 2500 So here says that um, we were not supposed to get 2500 at least maybe 5000 But because we didn't apply straight uh, to the department ourselves, maybe that's why. Maybe the agency is getting half of, 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 of our, 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 our salary. Did you sign anything when you started with this internship? Yeah, we did. We signed the contract. That's why I'm saying we were supposed to start in the first on the first because on the on the on the contract we actually signed from the first of April. Right. So, but we then started uh, later. Okay, and the contract is with who? Agency, or is the contract with the department that you are placed at? No, it's with the agency, but not Harambe. With the agency that uh, Harambe. That works with Har- with Harambe. Yeah. So does that mean that you're going to be paid by this agency? Yeah. 
Yeah, not the department because we 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 actually complained to the department when we when we were supposed to get paid on uh, May. Mm-hmm. So because they told us no, we 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 were going to paid going to get paid on and June end of June. So we then complained to the department, but then the department told us that no, we are not actually going to get paid through the department. We are actually going to get paid by the enterprise that uh, connected us with from uh, Harambe. So this arrangement is going to continue. Are you expecting this arrangement to continue throughout the duration of this contract? Which arrangement? The arrangement of uh, being paid by the agency and being paid half of the money you were supposed to be getting. Yeah. So it's, it's going to continue, it's going to continue throughout. throughout the whole, uh, uh, the whole, uh, what, 12-month duration. I think, I think it's, it's, it's part of an advantage that they take because obviously the unemployment rate now is high. Mm. And uh, I think you cannot complain if you're un- unemployed to say, uh, no, I, I don't deserve to be paid 2500 instead of getting paid five 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 thousand or whatever amount so yeah i think it's that uh, what advantage that they take maybe to say no people are desperate out there yeah mm. so yeah how many yeah, are you that have been placed at this department i think around uh, 60 but to different regions right so um, and all of them it this the arrangement is the same mm-hmm. no it's not the same it's actually when you're doing uh when you have a diploma you get paid um 2500 and i i don't know it's and what right so when you have it, a college yeah. qualification like a certificate Col- yeah. yeah yeah but they call it and something then you get, you, you then get paid around uh 1500 so it's the different day have you guys tried to maybe speak to the agency with regards to you have not communicated with the agency yet no that's what i'm saying i i think you you, you can't even complain because even if you do they'll cancel you they'll, 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 they'll then say no maybe they can get someone else if you don't want that money the 2500 you know because it's like they're doing us a favor Youth uh, unemployment, unemployment uh, in the spotlight at the moment on Midday Life, uh, coming up to 20 minutes to one. And the voice of somebody who benefited uh, from uh, being part of Harambe and placed into an internship, which is promising, but identifying some issues uh, that perhaps would suggest that uh, there is, uh, you know, money being siphoned away from these uh, the employee as an intern f- towards an agency. And we're talking to Harambe's uh, Josh Janssen, the operations manager for Harambi. How typical would you say that uh, what we've heard is for the people who've gone through Harambi? I appreciate, obviously, you don't only place people or connect people with government. Um, yeah, that's very unusual. I actually love to get up. We actually don't subcontract uh, con- yeah, contracts with any agency or any third party. Uh, all our Job placements is directly through relationships that we hold with employers. Um, and so we would never take a fee. We are a non-profit organization, so we charge no fees for any of the training to any youth, and we don't charge any um, commission fees on, on a placement fee. We do charge the the clients that we place them into a, a once-off fee, but that's never taken off anyone's salary. Um, so that's a very unusual situation. I'm not 
not actually aware of any internships that we had recently placed into any government department either. So it sounds like there might be a little bit of confusion with it. He's come through an Arambi intervention, but placed through a separate agency. Um, but, yeah, so that's a very unusual Okay. Society. You would... On you're, our side, definitely not as charged. Okay, you, you're going to have to. We'll, we'll give you the, 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 the further information when we're, we're off air about this one because it does sound like it's something sure, sure. You, you need to um, to work on. Because you say, just to clarify sure. that, you work directly with employers yeah. and you do not use have any uh, agencies which act as go-betweens. No, never. Um, so I think that's what Arambi's been doing. I mean, we work on building employer relationships. Um, identifying what their business need is, um, and then obviously finding the appropriate young adults to match to those opportunities. Now, it's interesting. You're, you're releasing the you, – you've got this youth employment barometer, which is a valuable thing, you know, for yourselves mm. to analyze the situation. But that gap – and someone had SMSed us, and we're all aware of it, that, uh, you know, basic mm. schooling in this country is a, a, a big problem. And still mm. to this day, when – people do basic um, tests for, shall we say, aptitudes in the employment market. They may go to mm-hmm. uh, language and numeracy as two basic fundamentals mm-hmm. that people have. And those, sadly, are two things mm-hmm. which may be very you know, lacking in people who come out of that, uh, that um, faulty basic education system. You believe there's another way mm-hmm. of assessing potential, don't you? Yes, absolutely. I think with English language, it's obviously challenging because it is the, the expected language within business. Um, and so I think part of our program is really focusing on empowering youth to to work on what's within their control. I mean, we often talk about youth come to us and they say, I can't get a job because I don't have experience or skills. And we chat to employers and they say, well, for most of our jobs, um, barring few, we would actually train you if you had the right attitude and behaviors. And so I mean, English language obviously falls into one of those categories where employers will still have a certain expectation of how well you can communicate in English. But it is something then that I'd encourage you to to take seriously because otherwise it can potentially be a barrier to your employment. Um, but in terms of, you know, measuring aptitude, we've, I think we've, we acknowledge that, you know, it's very sad that often your, your competency becomes assessed based on, numeracy, a test such as numeracy, which is completely dependent on how well you were taught numeracy. Um, often there's also the bias of, um, I didn't understand the math teaching because of the language barrier again. And so, I mean, at Arambi, we talk about a, an assessment that te- looks at your learning potential. And I think it's understandable that employers are trying to assess, you know, what is competency. And often they look to, to math as a proxy for your problem-solving ability um, your ability to log- logically process. Um, but we work with another assessment and we try and advocate to employers to then work with us to understand it's, it's a concept formation test. So it's also looking at your problem-solving ability, um, your ability to process logically, but it takes out that bias and it's dependent on how well you were taught math at school or, or how, how well you speak English instead of... And so we look at that as a learning potential assessment. I think helps us to understand also what jobs are you best suited to, um, how quickly are you able to learn new concepts. And so it helps us in terms of also not just sending anyone for any opportunity, because um, that's going to set them and our clients up for failure, but looking at where you're at in terms of your, your learning ability and concept formation, and then matching you based on that in terms of the complexity of jobs that we place you into. So I think 
I mean, Arambi has been big about as we learn how to better match use these opportunities to just teach employers that, you know, maybe it's it's quite obvious why you're struggling to find the right people for your business is because you're excluding, uh, you're excluding too many people based on proxies that just actually don't make sense. And, and numeracy is definitely one of those where there just aren't enough youth that have a great mass. Uh, ability. Just finally, Josh, and we've totally run out of time. Mm. You mentioned placing 35,000 mm. uh, youngsters. Retention mm. rate, how many of those 35,000 have either stayed where they are or have uh, subsequently mm. moved on? Because often we find with people who go into um, internships, they do that year, then they, they, they end up back in the statistics again. Mm. So we track retention over a one-year period in particular. We'll track it through the first three months, six months, and then mm. one year with the idea that if you can hold a job for one year, you, you have a much higher chance of staying employed. Um, I couldn't tell you the exact figure of who's still in, but what we do is we'll track according to the benchmark for every industry that we've placed into or that particular employer and ensure that we've either met or improved on the retention rate within that industry. Um, and I think, again, just teaching youth that the, about being a bit more resilient about holding that job and the power of keeping a job or having a job to get a job. So um, it really is a strong emphasis in, in tracking retention and just ensuring we are getting use um, sustainable opportunities. Josh Janssen is the operations manager at